Hello, this is Reading with Finest. I am Finest. I'm reading American Indian Myths and Legends to you today. The story from that book that I'm going to read to you is Montezuma and the Great Flood. This is a Papago story. Follow me and everything's just fine to see illustrations of mine. Hey, 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 try to read every day. If not, no sweat, I'll read for you. Okay, let's get this started because I have my other podcasts waiting for me. I'm doing lots of things. I've got a lot of little coals in the in the fire at the moment, but I'm excited to read and focus and stay present with you at this very moment. Before he made man, the great mystery power made the earth in all things which lived upon it. The great mystery came down to earth where he dug out some clay and formed it into a shape and ascended with, with it into the sky. Then he dropped it into the hole in he had dug. At once, out of that hole came the great Montezuma, leading behind him all the Indian tribes. Last to come out of the hole were the wild, untamable Apaches, running off in all directions as fast as they were created. The wise Montezuma taught the people all they needed to know. How to make baskets and poetry how and pottery, how to plant corn with a digging stick, how to make a fire, how to cook the food. It was a happy time. The sun was much near the earth then so that it was always pleasant, warm, pleasantly warm. There was no winter and no freezing cold. Men and animals lived as brothers speaking a common language. All could understand so that a bug or a bird could talk to a human. But then the great flood, long before it engulfed the earth, Montezuma's friend Coyote had foretold his coming. You must make a big dugout canoe, Coyote told Montezuma. Who could make anything? You will need it soon, Coyote said. Montezuma Following Coyote's advice, built the boat, coming, keeping it ready on top of a high mountain that the whites call Mount Rosa. Coyote also made a strange vessel for himself, gnawing at a tree trunk until it fell down, then hollowing it out with his teeth. Coyote closed up the end with pine knoll resin. When the great flood, which Coyote uh, had foretold, finally swept over the land. Coyote crawled into the tree trunk vessel he had made while Montezuma climbed into his dugout canoe. And so they floated upon the waters while all other living things perished. As the waters subsided, the top of Mount Rosa peak rose a little above the flood. Both Montezuma and Coyote steered for this spot the only piece of dry land far and wide. Thus the two friends met, glad to be alive. Montezuma 
said Takaori, friend. There must be other dry spots somewhere. You travel fast on four legs. Go west and do some scouting. Kaori went off and came back tired after four days, saying, In that direction of the universe, I found only water. Nothing but water. <clears throat> Matazuma told him, Kaori, my friend, rest a while and then go and see what you can find in the south. Kaori rested and then went southward. Again, he came back after four days saying, Over there in the south, everything is also covered with water. He went east and it was the same. Water everywhere. Finally, Matezuma sent Kaori toward the north. And this time, Kaori came back saying, In the north, the waters are receding and there is much dry land. Matezuma was well pleased to hear this. He told Kaori, friend, there is north. There in the north, we must begin to make a new world. The great mystery power again was busy peopling the earth with men and animals. After life had recreated, he put Montezuma in charge of everything. Montezuma divided tribes into nations, again giving them just laws to govern themselves and once again taught humans how to live. And in these tasks, Kaori was Matazuma's faithful helper. Soon the people were increasing together with the animals and all were happy. But then Matazuma's power, which the great mystery had given him, went to his head. We don't need a creator, he said. I am creator myself. My power is equal to the great mass mystery power. I need nobody to command me. I myself am the great commander. Kaori warned him to be more humble. You know that there is a power above us greater than yours. The power of the universe. Obey its laws. Matezuma answered. I don't need your advice. Who are you to try to correct Great Matazuma. Am I not high above you? Am I not your master? Go. I don't need you anymore. Kaori left, shaking his head, wandering. Now Matazuma called all the tribes together and said, I am greater than anything that has ever been greater than anything which exists now and greater than anything that will ever be. Now you people shall build me a tall house. Floor upon floor upon floor, a house rising into the sky, rising far above this earth into the heavens, where I shall rule as chief of all the universe. The great mystery power descended from the sky to reason with Matazuma telling him to stop challenging that which cannot be challenged. But Matazuma would not listen. He said, I am almighty. Let no power stand in my way. I am a great rebel. I shall turn this world upside down to my own liking. Then good changed to evil. Men began, 
began to hunt and kill animals, disregarding the internal laws by which humans had lived. They began to fight among themselves. The great mystery power tried to warn Montezuma and the people by pushing the sun further away from the earth and placing it where it is now. Winter's snow, ice, and hail appeared, but no one heeded this warning. In the meantime, Montezuma made the people labor to put up his many-storied house, whose rooms were of coral and jet, turquoise and mother of pearl. It rose higher and higher, but just as it began to soar above the clouds, far into the sky, the great mystery power made the earth tremble. Montezuma's many-storied house of precious stones collapsed into a heap of rubble. Rubble. When that happened, the people discovered that they could no longer understand the language of the animals. And the different tribes, even though they were all human beings, could no longer understand each other. Then Montezuma shook his fist toward the sky and called, Great mystery power. I defy you. I shall fight you. I shall tell the people not to pray or make sacrifices of corn and fruit to the creator. I, Montezuma, am taking your place. The great mystery power sighed and even wept because the one he had chosen to lead mankind had rebelled against him. Then the great mystery resolved to vanquish those who rose against him. He sent the lotus flying far across the eastern waters to summon a people in an unknown land, people whose faces and bodies were full of hair, who rode astride strange beasts, who were encased in iron, wielding iron weapons, who had magic hollow sticks spitting fire, thunder, and destruction. The great mystery power allowed these bearded, pitless people to come in ships across the great waters out of the east, permitted them to come to Montezuma's country, taking away Montezuma's power and destroying him utterly. Based on a tale reported in 1883, the Montezuma in this tale is a southeastern culture hero, not to be confused with the Aztec emperor of the same name. The Aztec name was carried to the Papago by the Spaniards on their northward march. But Papago turned Montezuma into first man, creator of humans and animals, and maker of the, ter the terrible great eagle. The Papago Montezuma died four times, but always returned to life after he had done his work of teaching the people how to live, or some say after the white man's God forced him to retire, he went to his underworld house in the south and return to earth no more and that was the end of that story thank you for listening to reading the finest i have things to say about that but i gotta go um follow your dreams enjoy yourself boo do do boo do boo do boo do boo boo do do